Before this podcast begins, please remember to be kind to one another at this time of crisis, especially during all times. Please help each other whenever possible and remember to stay safe. Thank you and enjoy this episode. The year is 2020. The Abbott family must now face the terrors of the outside world as they fight for survival in silence. This is a metaphor for the current state of the world. Just replace the creatures that hunt by sound with the coronavirus and the Abbott family with every single family in the world. We are now living the plot of The Quiet Place 2. While the Abbott family fights for survival, we fight for toilet paper. Join us on this week's episode of The Sweet Life of Snack and Foodie. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Sweet Life of Snack and Foodie. I say special episode because we have special guest, Stephen Moon. Stephen, thank you for joining me. That was, a, that was an open and a half, dude. Wow. You're damn right, Nathan. If you've seen my intro, man. My God. It's so worth it. Oh, and I guess we're talking about the coronavirus pandemic as well, I suppose. Let's get right to the meat of things. There have been a lot of fake facts over this relatively short period of time. So I would like to start this show off with five facts. Fact number one, COVID-19 stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019. There's nothing fancy about the abbreviation. If you were thinking that some scientists created a fancy name for it, you were wrong. They got lazy with the naming. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew it was 2019 still for ni- 2019, but I figured something yeah, more fancy. There like... was... No, there was nothing fancy about it. They got lazy with it. Oh, true. All right. Fact number two, for most people, the immediate risk of becoming seriously ill from the virus is thought to be low. These viruses are not known to spread through ventilation system or through water. Older adults and people of any age with pre-existing medical conditions are at greater risk of uh, severe illness from coronavirus. Yeah, I think that's that one's more well known, right? Um, higher risk. It's. Yeah, it's um, it's a high risk for the older adults and people of uh, pre medical pre existing medical condition, but the actual fatality rate is thought to be low. Although um, I was I heard that there was a case in Korea where two 19 and 22 year olds um, who caught the coronavirus and uh, they both died. Um, something about I I forget what the exact condition was, but uh, neural network. It's because they have a pre-existing uh, what medical condition, um, their immune system is quote unquote weaker, so they couldn't fight this as as if they would be a perfectly healthy nineteen and twenty-two year old. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think, but there's still a rare cases where they're completely healthy, perfectly fine, um, but the virus hits them in a weird way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're 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 correct, but it's. Uh, lower percentage, uh, extremely low, uh, lower percentage that that would actually occur. Gotta play those odds, man. Yeah, the, uh, if you if you're in a if you're a casino, you play those you play the odds. Always on red. <laughs> <laughs> Fact number three: Coronavirus are most commonly spread from an infected person th- through cough or sneeze, close personal contact, or touching someone with the virus on it. Then touching your eyes nose or mouth before washing your hands okay i this okay you hugo you know this but a lot of things trigger me 
And uh, this morning I went to Starbucks. By the way, all Starbucks are now pickup only. You can't, uh, for anybody listening, if you stand inside the Starbucks after you get your coffee and you're standing there talking to your friends for 30 minutes, I will come find you. Because you are literally the problem. <laughs> also, uh, we are not sponsored by Starbucks. Oh, uh, Starbucks, if you're listening, shoot my boy a uh, sponsor, please. I drink coffee every day at Starbucks. Uh, I'm currently at 79 Starbucks rewards points for whatever that's worth. Uh, Starbucks? Yeah, yeah. The, the country emphasizes social distancing, but in Starbucks, when people line up, they're usually right, ne- right, right in front of each other, and so social distancing isn't exactly practiced at that point even outside of the lineups i think people shouldn't be standing around if they don't if they're not gonna order and if they're not waiting for their order like you guys should just leave i mean yeah it's like move it's like move and act with a purpose although you gotta command starbucks because they're i think they're like the one of the first ones to like you know make sure that nobody uh they close down their uh communal space like fairly early i think right yeah i'm not sure yeah but yeah. Starbucks normally Starbucks normally has been on top of these things. Not that I'm saying this to get sponsored or anything, Starbucks. <clears throat> no, no, of but, course uh, not. Of course not. But our boy Hugo is uh, without a sponsor, and he, he's a. Uh... Thanks, man. This is why I brought you on. Yeah. Well, by the way, this is gonna be a thing. Every every podcast, we're gonna we're gonna do a shout out to a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is how you get sponsors. Yeah, dude. Just gotta you gotta shout outs, man. All right. Fact number four, symptoms may take up to 14 days to appear after exposure to the virus. Anywhere in between? Do you know, do you know like what the average is? Is that the average time? It's, it's between two to 10 days. Oh, two it, to 10 yes, days? It, yeah, but this is why the government says buy your stuff two weeks in, uh, for two weeks because of this. Gotcha. It'll, it'll take like what, two days to actually show symptoms yeah. and then 14 days, let's say hypothetically you get the virus yeah. and then your immune system will kick in and uh, fight the virus off. Yeah. Fine. It's really funny though, because probably placebo, but like, Anik said a good, really funny thing too, right? She's like, yeah, I thought uh, I had a fever, but then I realized I walked into the kitchen and realized I just left the stove on. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing, like my room is really cold, right? So yeah. I put on a bunch of, like I put on a sweater and a jacket, and then like a few hours later, I'm just like, man, I kind of feel feverish. And then I just realized that I'm just overheating my, my sweater. <laughs> so yeah, don't overreact. You know? uh, this actually leads to my fifth and final fact. You can help stop COVID-19 by knowing the signs and symptoms. Fever, cough, shortness of breath, and have been in close contact with a person known to have it or live in or traveled from an area with an ongoing spread of COVID-19. Call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell them about your recent travel and your symptoms. Yeah, that's really important, I think. I think. A lot of people, I mean, I feel like if you're anywhere within the U.S. nowadays, you should probably self-quarantine yourself for 2 to 14 days, you know? Yeah, of course, 2 to 14 days. The main the main thing I'd like to emphasize is the and part. You have to uh, exhibit all those symptoms before actually determining, okay, I may have coronavirus. And then you call to your doctor and say, maybe I have it. If it's just a fever, cough, or shortness of breath, you might just have a common cold. Yeah. Oh, it's such a pain because right now it's like also like the com- like a cold season, right? We're transitioning yes. from winter to spring. So a lot of people are getting sick and they're just they're just scared. Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't help. But yeah, in in terms of like traveling, right? I don't I don't know about anyone else. For the from the people that are reported so far, which in general I think is less than the actual people affected, obviously, because not all cases are reported, right? 
but most of the cases is said to be 74% to be people that have traveled to other countries and came back and then 6% of that is people that are related to the people that went traveling, right? So 80% of the cases reported so far have been people that have traveled outside of the country, which also makes sense, right? Yes, so like the biggest, the biggest concern is if you travel outside the area, quarantine yourself. Yeah, and, and to be fair, you should also not take that at face value, right? 80%, they say 80%, but you gotta imagine that people that are easiest to catch would be the people that went traveling, right? Because they're going, going through customs, and then the customs people look at you and go like, you have a fever, we're gonna test you, right? So that I would like to move on to my next segment, which I so enjoyed naming this one. True, false, or depends. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna give you a couple facts. Yeah. They might be true or true or false. And just like the title says, there's no depends. It's either true or false. Okay. So, fa so fact number one, someone who has completed quarantine or has been released from isolation does not pose a risk of infection to other people. True or false? Okay, that's, that has to be false. Uh, that's actually true. Really? Yeah, if you have completed quarantine to 2 to 14 days, you have been released from isolation, you do not pose a risk of infection to other people. Oh, 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 okay, so like, oh, okay. I Let's say, let's say you have, let's say you were tested positive for it, or let's say you did have it, and then after the quarantine, you recovered from it, yeah. you do not pose a risk of infection to other people. Really? Yes. Huh. After the 14 days. I actually didn't know that. That's pretty... Yeah. yeah, this is why we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. So, fact number two. COVID-19 is just like any other virus. It doesn't like the heat. So staying in a hot and humid area will lower your chance of getting it. True or false? That's 100% false. You are correct. That is false. The new, uh, the new coronavirus can be transmitted in all areas. So like, isn't that like a hoax that Donald Trump started? I, th I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's, right? It's a hoax. Freaking there guy, has been no That guy. I can't believe he said a fake fact. I can't. I oh can't. My God. My God. He's never lied to me before in the past. He's always been so truthful to the U.S. citizens. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. By the way, make make America great again. Starbucks, if you're listening, we're still waiting for that sponsor. By the way. Fact number three: the cold weather and snow can slow the progress of the new coronavirus. The colder it gets, the progress will slow down to a halt and kill the virus. True or false? Uh, do you say that again? <laughs> the cold weather and snow can slow the progress of the new coronavirus. The colder it gets, the progress will slow down to a halt and kill the virus. Listen, here, I'm gonna take this more logically, okay? Cause... True or false? True okay. or false? I think, hear me out, I think it's false, regardless of what you think. Hold on, because if it's cold outside, people won't go outside. So the colder it gets, less likely people are gonna catch this because they're not gonna be outside. So false. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You are correct, it is false. Yeah. This cold weather and snow cannot kill the new coronavirus. The normal human body temperature remains around 37 degrees Celsius, regardless of external temperature and weather. I'm at 66% right now, so. You're doing, you're doing well, you're passing. Fact number four, taking a hot bath does not prevent the new coronavirus disease. Sure. Dude, why not? It makes you comfortable. <laughs> I, True or false? Um, hot bath. I mean, I mean, it's technically like washing your hands, so yeah. True or false? Well, true? I need an answer. True. That is true. Taking oh, a hot man. bath with extremely, uh, with extremely hot water can be as harmful as it can burn you. It does not prevent a new coronavirus disease. <laughs> oh wait, you said you said that does it not? You got it. It does not prevent a new coronavirus disease. So I got it wrong. Oh, well, technically you got it right because you said true regardless. Oh, regardless of the oh I understood the question backwards, dude. <laughs> Listen, 
on a test if I misunderstood it, but still got the right answer. I still got the right answer. I'm taking That's it. True. 75%. That's true. So fact number, wait, wait, what am I? At five? Yeah. Sure, why not? Fact number five. Mosquitoes can transmit the coronavirus through mosquito bites. True or false? Man, I think that's false, but yeah, I, I don't think that's, yeah, that's false. I don't think it's in your blood, is it? Is that your final answer? Yeah, false. You are correct. There has been no information nor evidence to suggest that the new coronavirus can be transmitted by mosquitoes. Yes. Man, I should just go with my gut instinct and I'll know everything, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you should just be a nurse or doctor. I yeah. mean, you clearly know this. Yeah. So, fact number six, an ultraviolet disinfection lamp can kill the new coronavirus. True or false? I have no freaking idea. Oh my god. I didn't, well, you guessed the previous one. Ultraviolet? I don't... An ultraviolet disinfection lamp can kill the new coronavirus. True or false? False? You are correct. False. UV lamps should not be used to sterilize hands or other areas of skin as UV radiation can cause skin irritation. You're learning so much here. I know. I've, I've gotten it right and I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm just counting which fact am I at. Okay, fact number seven. Thermal scanners are extremely effective in detecting people infected with the new coronavirus. True or false? Jesus, you're really upping the difficulty, man. Um, the Jesus is not an answer. I need true or false. Depends. <laughs> there is no depends. Damn it. True. You got this one incorrect. It is false. I knew it was Thermal, false. thermal <laughs> scanners are effective in in detecting people who have developed a fever, those that have a higher than normal body temperature. However, they cannot detect people who are infected but are not are not yet sick with fever. This is because it takes between two and ten days before people who are infected become to become sick and develop a fever. Fact number eight: spraying alcohol or chlorine all over your body will kill the new coronavirus. True or false? <laughs> well, if you t like, if you took a bath in al like alcohol, I mean, I feel like that'll be true. Is that your final answer? Yeah, true. That is false. Really? You can't yes. kill it? Spraying alcohol or chlorine all over your body will not kill viruses that have entered your body. Spraying such substances can be harmful to clothes or your eyes and mouth. Fact number, I lost count. I'm assuming nine. Vaccines against pneumonia and the flu will protect you against the new coronavirus. No. True or false? False. That is correct. Vaccines against pneumonia and the flu are only effective against that. Coronavirus needs its own vaccine. I mean, if there was a vaccine, we would not be going through this right now, right? I mean, hey, you, you would think that, but you know, a lot of people don't have uh, common sense. <laughs> Fact number 10. Eating garlic helps prevent infection with the new coronavirus. Dude, garlic, garlic helps with everything, so I'll, I'm gonna say true. That is false. <laughs> While garlic is a healthy food that may have some antimicrobial properties, there has been no evidence that eating garlic has protected people from the new coronavirus. <laughs> Hit me with the you, you hit me like a hammer with that one. You're like that's false. <laughs> the final fact, fact number eleven. Yeah. Antibiotics do not help in preventing and treating the new coronavirus. True or false? I feel like in terms of treatment, that should be false. That is incorrect. It is true. Antibiotics do not work against viruses. Only bacteria. Wait, isn't that what you said? Didn't you say Antibi antibiotics? Antibiotics do not help in preventing tr and treating the coronavirus. Okay, I keep dude, I can't keep track of these negatives for some reason. <laughs> if you if you're hospitalized because of COVID-19, you may receive antibiotics for bacterial co-infection. Right. It, it's not there to treat it, it's just yeah. there for infection. Yep. And like I said, if there is a I mean I know I got it wrong, but you know. Um You you got like, you know, seventy percent of it, correct? Yeah. You passed. 
but yeah. Hopefully they come up with the treatment very soon, cause hopefully. Yeah. Did you did you actually did you learn anything here? Oh yeah, ton. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you did. So right now, I would like to talk a little bit about food, seeing as this is a food podcast, quote unquote. So I would like to talk about the impact of coronavirus on the restaurant slash food industry. So recently, as you're aware, our beloved premier declared that Ontario, the province we live in right now, is now under a state of emergency. What this means for restaurants, anyways, is that they mandated closure of restaurants and bars, but takeout and food delivery is still allowed, as well as grocery stores obviously remain open. So, what are your? I would I'd like to know what are your initial thoughts about restaurants being closed for dine-in, but still being open for takeouts and food delivery. I mean. I have two thoughts. I mean, I really have like. On the one hand, I think sure, in an ideal world,、um, restaurants should, you know, close down. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Like, the best way to treat this would be to just shut the world down. Nothing runs.、Um, we all stay in, you know, in our houses and just do that. But that's not really the real world, right? So that's not the real world. Nor is that feasible to do so. To yeah. Shut down the entire world. In a, if we can just sit at home. And、uh, just do nothing. That'll be great. But anyways, I honestly think it's fine. I think restaurants, as long as the restaurants themselves like take、um, take measures、uh, for themselves to、uh, make sure that their employees aren't affected. I, I am of that opinion where restaurants should be closed, even if even if they take the proper safety steps. There's no difference between doing a takeout or delivery and dining in because they already took the proper safety steps regardless. If they do, if they do takeout and、uh, or food delivery, they're still handing the food over to the guest. Yeah. And social distancing goes right out the window as well. As food delivery is now from the restaurant itself、yeah. to the delivery driver to the guest. Social distancing just goes straight out the window, regardless. Right, but like, I mean, social distancing is very important. Like at the same time, we close everything down. Businesses still need to run, right?、Um, and I mean. My biggest fear is this is gonna cause people to not spend any money, try and save, 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 save. This lasts any longer or for more than like couple months, like the businesses that are around you are just gonna collapse, right? Yeah, that's that's also another great point is that most most restaurants, anyways, are are in fact small business. Yeah, and like I said, like I what I wanted to say is that like if um. Right now, like the from what I know in the、uh, on the the government website, the Canadian government, which that's where we are, right, Canada. There's a thousand four hundred thirty cases across the world or across Canada, and Ontario specifically has four hundred twenty-five, right? But also, you have to keep in mind that、like, Ontario is the most populated province, I suppose. I, I don't know. I think you. I think you should support your local restaurants. So I'm not gonna. Say this for everyone because obviously everyone has their own opinions. But for me personally,、um, I'm saving a lot of money on commute right now because I don't have to go into work anymore. I can just、um, work from home. So、um, I've been actually trying to eat a little bit more out to support the local to, to,、uh, restaurants. Yeah, exactly. And I don't really go far. I I have a rest. I, I live in Toronto, so I have I have a restaurant across the street from my house and right below me. So I just. Go there. That's a that's that's an excellent point. It's people of well, people of different levels of precautions. I I would say that you that since you're saving money in one area, you're like, okay, you know what? I want to help out the local local restaurants. I'll go support. 
but while other people are like, I have a fear of interacting with other uh, other people in the restaurant in the restaurants, then then they're like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to go there just as a fear as a safety precaution. But that's 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 an excellent point, anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I just don't like the idea that people should be scared of the sun right now for going outside. Obviously, I heard uh, I heard uh, earlier today like um, it was like a nice day this weekend, so people went hiking. <laughs> that <laughs> obviously is you shouldn't do that. <laughs> obviously not. Um, you know, like use your common sense, right? You still need to be social distancing. At at at, at the same time, you shouldn't you know shut yourself out, right? There's a fine yeah. So find the fine line between boarding your door and never going out and you know going to an orgy like somewhere between there you know what i mean <laughs> uh, <yeah>. like, <laughs> like somewhere between there you shouldn't be out doing stuff where people are gonna be there and you should also not be alone in your room with your like can of beans right and just waiting for the apocalypse um, it's not the know, apocalypse yet yeah and things need to still run you know like businesses are still open right although toilet papers man can we talk about toilet papers but yeah sure like By my my god people need to stop buying out toilet papers because literally at the grocery store that i go i go to grocery store every day because i just i mean i buy coffee every day because i'm a lazy i'm a lazy bum so i go out to get coffee and it's happened to be in my grocery store um dude I check the toilet paper section every morning just because I just want to know. It's empty. No, no, they stock it every morning. Like there's toilet paper every morning, but by the time that I come back, it's gone because people buy it out. Like you don't need to buy out toilet papers. Like just I've have, had this. You know, I've had this discussion about uh, why do people need so much toilet paper? One pack will last you more than two weeks. I don't know why you need yeah, that. Yeah, like I think I think me personally, I go through maybe two, three rolls a month. Like, it's it's like, I mean, it's a rough estimate, but yeah, I mean, like, you you can get like one thing is like what like, like sixteen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how much toilet paper do you need, man? Come on, like, jeez. But yeah, stop buying out toilet paper, guys. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are you gonna do? TP your own house? Like, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. So my family is in Korea, right? Like my whole family, right? I talk to my cousins, and they're like, "Oh, it's not that bad." I go to I go to work work at school. Like she ha- she's in my my cousin's in architecture, and she like goes to like the um, she apparently vis- like always always goes to like the club room. Like she has like a club for her, I guess project or, or her major. Um, so she always studies there and I'm like, well, aren't you scared of the coronavirus? And uh, she's just like, well, like everyone wears a mask and uh, we have like our own space. Nobody can come into our own space. Like you have like your personal desks and that's it. I think with Korea taking the early the early safety precautions, everybody's fear of the coronavirus gets lessened. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Korea in general is like a more cautious country. Like. Because I know even before the coronavirus, like, the masks, they were, like, everyone was wearing masks. It was always a... It was ingrained in their uh, social culture, I suppose? Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, mostly, uh, they were wearing masks mostly because uh, they said there was, like, microdust in the air. 
But even even then, like you like, uh, do you think average Canadian would hear that there's micro dust in the air and buy out all the masks? Like, nobody would care. <laughs> I don't think nobody that, would care. Yeah, I don't think that's that's gonna happen. I I mean, people there are still functioning. Businesses are open. You know, like restaurants are still open. Um, obviously, like I don't really know how, because I know I know they did the whole test kits and gave it out, but I don't know what the scene is like there, but. I mean, yeah. My my final my final thoughts on this is while I do support the small businesses, I support the small business, but by them keep staying open and not enough people doing takeout and food delivery, their cost is a lot higher than if they were to close down the restaurant during this period of time. So I would, if if it were up to me, I'd close down I'd close down the restaurant to stop the takeout and food delivery and incur the loss. Yeah. Um. For me, like for me, I would say I don't think that's necessary yet. I think even though there, you know, might be, you know, loss. Oh, oh there's definitely I mean, loss. I, I mean, even though like there is a chance of infection, um, I think the restaurants themselves are. I I I I mean, this goes like two ways, right? Like I trust the restaurants to make sure that their employees are not infected. I think what I think what people underestimate as well for restaurants is. The amount of uh, is the amount of clean that restaurants and bars actually do behind the scenes because behind the scenes they do a lot of cleaning even before all this virus occurred uh, all this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic occurred they do a lot of cleaning beforehand so they are a lot cleaner than you, than what people might actually think. Well, actually, you're you're working in the restaurant business as well, right? So like, how do how do you usually deal with people that are that have actually colds and stuff? Because I actually don't know anything about that. Uh, with colds. Yeah, like what if like let's say a like face, people... a face mask, uh, either a face mask, uh, you don't come into work, and whenever you have free time, you don't get to, aside from a break, you start cleaning. After every single thing that you do, you clean up after yourself, you sanitize, you wipe down the counters, everything. So it's a, it's a pretty clean, clean area. It's chaotic in the in the kitchen itself. So- but like, if, like, let's say, like, you didn't have fevers, but you had like the runny nose and cough. Like, would you still go to work? Uh, runny nose and cough. I would still go to work, but I would have a mask over and make sure that there is no way in hell that I would be touching food directly with bears, like contact skin. When I'd be wearing gloves all the time, I'd be wearing, uh, like I as always wear like a hair net, hair net hat, cover my ha- hair, face mask and all that stuff make sure there is no form of sickness that can transmit yeah like like it's a double-edged sword right like if the restaurant has coronavirus and they they get it gets found out that there was an employee that coronavirus that's a lot of money there, there's gonna be some massive amount of people coming after them yeah not just for that particular restaurant but for all restaurants in general. yeah it's like you have to be yeah, you have to be absolutely sure if you're gonna be open. You gotta be absolutely sure that no one's gonna get sick because if they do, you're getting sued up your. It's it's a risk. It's a risk. Yeah. But this is but this is what this is what happened. It's a small business. You have to keep open to yeah. at least stay afloat. I mean, a lot of people are like really scared of the recession coming, right? Because of this. Like I'm usually like I mean I'm I'm most I am sort of like the safe kind of person, right? Like I I like my safety net, you know, like. And when recession hits, like, you don't want it to make recessions even worse, right? 
there, there, it's gonna be bad times. And I think if people are too scared and they have like the mentality right now. By the way, I think the experts are saying that this isn't even the peak yet. I think what I've read before is that if we self-quarantine and social distance this, the peak is going to be like end of April. Yeah, that's from what I've read. But don't do any of that, like it might go even to late like September or something. I'm really scared that like businesses are gonna collapse, to be honest. Like, it, they're definitely gonna collapse after, after yeah, this. I, no I, yeah, it. I generally think like, even if you're scared, just like a like, thousand people in Canada, the chances that it's beside your house is gonna have it, or in, in your area is gonna have it, is really low. Like, if you have a restaurant that you usually go to, like, nearby, I would suggest to support them. I would honestly call, the, uh, here, here's what I do. I call the restaurant, I make the order, and they'll say, like, it'll be X amount of minutes. And then I'll say, okay. And then I go there, like, after X amount of minutes, and then I pick up the food, pay for it, and then I go home. Minimize I, the I, amount of time there yeah. as possible. I, my credit card, I use tap on my credit card. So even, even paying for it, I just tap and then I leave. I don't really touch stuff, right? That sounds ideal. The way to do it is to minimize the amount of time needed to be in close quarters with people. Yeah, I think people should still spend money, you know? Get hung up on this like survival, su survivor mentality, you know? Not the end of the world yet. Like the things are still running. So you should definitely not be that scared and stop hoarding stupid toilet paper because you're not, you're going to have so much left over after this. You're not even going to know what to do with it. Okay? That's just like thoughts. <laughs> I'd like to move on to the final serious topic for this podcast, which is the safety steps during this time, this coronavirus pandemic time. First thing, wash your hands frequently. Maintain social distancing. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Practice respiratory hygiene. So what that means is when you sneeze or cough, cover your mouth and nose with your elbow or tissue. Dispose of tissue immediately. Stay informed and follow advice given by your healthcare provider. If you have fever, cough, and difficulty breathing, seek medical care early. Call in advance will allow your healthcare provider to quickly direct you to the right health facility. Actually, one of, one of the things that I... One of the things that are pretty important there is like washing your hands for 20 seconds. Yes. Warm water. Yeah. Warm water. Warm water as well. Like apparently like if you just wash your hand regularly, like don't take the time to actually wash your hands. You literally don't do anything. <laughs> like if you just put water on it, put a little soap and then just do it. Like supposedly it doesn't really do anything. The healthcare professionals that created those steps to washing, they weren't just messing around there. And our final segment, I'm going to move on to a lighter, you know, lighter topic, which is jokes about the coronavirus. Okay, so so there, there's actually a prediction going on with the coronavirus that there will be a minor baby boom in nine months. And that one day in 2033, we shall witness the rise of the quarantines. <laughs> yeah, it could go both ways though. Korea is the, so as you're well aware, Korea is the third biggest hit country from COVID-19 and they still have toilet paper. So the moral of the story is people are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't even know that the Korea was third, uh, like they got hit this might be a couple weeks ago this might be a couple weeks ago i, I mean even though even jokes. then like man that's crazy so there this is like i don't know what day it is without sports i i found a young lady sitting on my couch yesterday apparently she's my wife she seems she seems nice no that other joke was better <laughs> yeah well i found these online <laughs> so. without sports <laughs> oh my god so you go to the gym right Yep. The owner of my gym just emailed a more thorough, detailed, and thoughtful plan for dealing with the coronavirus than the President of the United States. Haha, <laughs> but seriously though, 
It's not a- that's not a joke, man. It's really- it's scary. <laughs> it's really scary. Like, the guy down the street gave better advice than- Oh, man. So, fifth and, uh, so my final joke of this podcast. What do you call Quentin Tarantino in isolation? Uh, Tentin Quarantino. <laughs> Fuck gonna lie to you, dude. That's like over my head. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't really understand that joke. But... And with that, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember to be kind to one another and be safe. We will see you next time on the sweet life of Snack and Foodie.